We are live. It is 3.03 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States. It is 9.03 BST in the UK. This is the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Hey. There you go. And if you're paying attention to the stream, and if you're not, you should be, we have a very special guest. We have Easy. Hey. Eric from uh, the Tech Preacher, Easy Computer Solutions. How are you, sir? Thanks for stopping by. I know it's Sundays are busy. You're... You're a man who's uh, putting out content and doing all the stuff. So, man, thanks for stopping by. It's it's an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. Man, let me tell you what, man. The, the privilege is all mine. It's 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 always wonderful to 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 go back and to be in these communities, man. This is what, what we do here every day. This is what I do every day. So, you know, it's all good to be here, man. It's, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Good, man. Absolutely, and 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 in full disclosure, I've been a, I've been a fan of your channel for years, and I started watching you when I um, started getting the tech. I guess I got a, got into tech kind of late with the iPhone um, four. That was my first smartphone, as it were. And then after having it for a while, I, I got a Windows phone, and then started looking mm-hmm. at how to use a Windows phone. And sure and behold, I, I stumbled upon your channel and a couple of others, and and I I've been a fan ever since. So uh, it's 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 uh to be honest, it's it's an honor because, like I said, I, I'm a, not a, just a uh, a fellow creator, which I don't really think we are. We're just tech. We're just we did tech nerds. We did, but, but it's, 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 it's having having people that I've been following for years come on is is just it's, I can't even tell you how cool it is. So I really Sam Simon's it. got his popcorn ready. He said popcorn is ready, and I was going to ask you, Mike. My, my first question is is like so. How did that tag? I know everybody's got a tagline. I know you've been doing that for you'll get your popcorn ready. Let's go. Follow me on this event. Like, how did that happen? Is it you know? I know you want to differentiate, but where did that kind of start and how did you kind of develop that? So, as far as it, well, I was, I was, uh, yeah, you know, I was making videos this every day. Like I'm just dropping videos every day, every day, every day. And one of the things that uh, I had to sit back and think about, I want people to follow me on the journey. I want people to, to, to feel what I'm, what I'm trying to deliver. Right. So I, I, I say, you know what, you know, and, and um, I think I was watching ESPN show and uh, one of the guys was like, yeah, get your popcorn ready. It's like, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, so, but I but I wanted you to follow me on this journey. So I think I would say follow me on this journey before I say get your popcorn ready. So uh, I say, I started saying, you know, get your popcorn ready and follow me on the journey. Because that that word right there, follow me on my, follow me on this journey, is I want you to feel what I'm trying to express. Right. Uh, and so wh- when I say get your popcorn ready and follow me, I want people hype. You know, I want people to feel what I'm about to deliver. And I, I come with that strong intro and, uh, you know, then, then I get into the, the video. Then everybody turned it off after that. After I said, there, there. no, yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. No. I well, the funny thing, we were just talking before the show that I was just watching your video about the three tech myths about having older Android devices. And I, I, I have to admit, I was like, yeah, I, I mean, even if you don't necessarily agree and maybe you need the latest and greatest, your arguments are sound. And so it, and it's like, you know, if I don't hundred percent, maybe I still have an S23, which I don't, but if I did, I kind of see where you're coming from. And I, and I really appreciate that it's all your videos in your career have been really coming from, I mean, you get heat for the V60 and all that kind of stuff, but you're coming <laughs> at it from trying to make a point that if you'd like to go with the greatest and latest greatest, that's great, but you yes. don't have to, and don't get into that kind of echo chamber bubble where you think that you have to stay up with the Joneses, right? You can still rock three, four, even five-year-old devices and still hundred percent get what you're get what you're doing. So I really appreciate your approach, and and that's probably why I've been a fan for all these years. Well, you know what? One of the biggest issues 
is that I think the peer pressure, and believe it or not, we adults, right? So we, I can't understand why, why peer pressure uh, affect people into get into debt. Because in the United States, most people usually go finance a phone or find, and think about this, right? I mean, long time ago, it used to be for two years. Now they're up to three years. And I think some plans are three and a half years. I mean, you don't finance a phone for three and a half years, right? That just don't make no sense. I mean, you you finance a car for five years, but you go finance a phone for three and a half years? This doesn't make sense. So my whole plan of thought is this. Don't get caught up in the hype. Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. They got fantastic devices out there that budget-friendly devices. They give you better bang for your buck. Very good, uh, you know, power. I mean, everything you need in the device, you can get it, and you can get it less of the price. Also, we I, I stress about waiting. When you buy a device when it first come out, you're paying full MSRP in the Android ecosystem, you falling for the banana in the tailpipe because, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't msrp on the android device oh, or you yeah. just wait two months and, and, and get it 30 percent off or find deals and and all kinds of different things that you can find to get that device to save money that's the whole thing and i i preach that a lot absolutely and and just so we put it off to the side and i know it's a little of a side i want to let everybody know in the chat that aditya passed his medical so he is now dr Aditya Anil. So fan of the show. Congratulations, man. That's a long journey. It's been years and years and he's an awesome man. So I wanted to tell him I am proud of him. He has fought through a lot of stuff and becoming a doctor. When I saw medical school, he's like, yeah, fuck all that. I'm not. (laughs) No, 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 sir. First of all, it's a lot of school and that's a lot of money. And and so I wanted to tell him that we are proud of him and congratulations, Dr. Anil. Thanks for uh, being such a fan of the show. So and I agree with you. Like I said, I think that you make the point, and I think Juan makes the point that I really think that people generally overbuy power. I mean, they really, and it's funny because when it comes to the computers or tablets, they really don't. But man, with phones, people don't realize how much really horsepower they're really packing into these devices. And I was just looking at picking up an N30, like a Nor, uh, a OnePlus N30. Looking at the specs, I go, this phone, yeah, maybe has an old chips, old 695, but for what I'm trying to do, it really could actually hit all those bases at a 299 price point. I mean, yeah. it's like it's not just the power; it's the specs. They don't use the yeah. they don't use all the cameras. They don't use all the features. They don't use right. half the device. And so, well, I guess my question is: Are do you think that they're Eric? Do you think they're chasing clout? Do you think it's because I can flex because I got the newest thing? Like, what do you think drives that? behavior where they can they see these phones you got like a yeah. like a mid-range samsung and i can understand maybe five six years ago mid-range were definitely mid right but mm-hmm. now mid-range are the new flagships right so what do you think drives in 2023 like why are we still in these 18 13 1500 thousand dollar price points when they don't need it what do you think drives that in your opinion i, I think i think you got a couple of things that's happening Un, uneducation Uneducated people, that's one thing, right? I think you have a lot of uneducated people that don't understand processing powers, RAM. They don't understand specs, period. You got to remember, most users use a tenth of the power that's in a current smartphone. So if they only use a tenth of the of the, uh, the power of their current smartphone, getting a device with, with 12 and 16 gigs of RAM and with these high-end 3 gigahertz processors means nothing just to open up Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That means nothing if you're not doing 
high-end programming like video editing or photo editing or doing, uh, you know, 8K recording or something like that. That's what the processor right. power is for. Uh, if you use it, they've got Samsung devices like Samsung Dex, multiple displays. Those are, are the type of things that utilize the power that's inside the device. Right, buying a, a $2,000 device just to open up Twitter every day and saying that you're a power user, you really not a power user. This <laughs> right. makes you understand something. People say they're power users, but in actuality, they're not power users. You right. think about that. If, 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 if there's a way you can look at the stats on your phone that let you know how much RAM you be using, you know, pretty much every day. Uh, how much processor power you using? And if you look at it, most users probably not a, a probably only using maybe about two or three gigs of RAM. They're really not using that much power and stuff like that. So I think that if people are just not well vested, educated on how devices work. That's one thing. The second thing is, is that people fall for the banana in the tailpipe called hype. It's all mm. hype. Nothing, no substance to it. It's that I'm, I'm the, I can flex. I'm the bigger guy. I, I'm going to show you my device, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to spend $2,000 on the device and blah. Listen, man, that's, and, and nowadays, with inflation being high, people really strive for cash. Spending fifteen dollars to $2,000 on a device, knowing in six months is going to be half the price, it's asinine. I just, I just, just people just well not educated. Yeah. So and I, yeah, I just, it's just crazy to me. And like I said, so I, and I'm glad you talking that. And I think you do that in your videos. And I think, you know, and I, I think I looked at your sub count, which is stupid. I don't even care. But you should, you, I know you have more reach than the sub count would indicate. And I think people really, yeah. and I know your streams. And it's just, it's just, it, I guess that's what Juan talks about, like education, like a really, mm-hmm. If you want to go there, go there. If you don't want to go there, you don't have to, especially now. Maybe five, ten years ago, maybe you had to, right? The mid-range devices, Alcatels, you know, some of those devices were really, if you paid $200, you got $200 and you had a laggy experience, but you don't have to be there anymore. And I think we need, that That conversation needs to be brought forward, and I'm glad you're bringing that forward. So I love what Barry says about, but YouTube say Tensor 2 is trash. How are you not convinced? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he thinks I'm going insane. And like, I, I love how he thinks that this. Oh, he went insane show, a long time ago. <laughs> no, I've, I've been crazy for a long time. But again, like I said, I, I just, I understand that there are markets like in India, specs matter, right? They want to throw, but really. It's status, isn't it? Like, if you're going to argue to me that the Tensor 2 is garbage chipset, then why are you buying pixels to begin with? Yeah. I mean, how, mm-hmm. how, I mean, yeah, I know it's a 7A processor right but it's also the 7 and 7 pro but the hardware it's like but you're not buying the fold for that you're buying the fold because either you're like me who have had fold right folding devices and you want to get in on that or you're new to that and a pixel's a known brand google's a known brand so you're like this is the first iteration but i i don't i don't understand it's just it, i guess it's a talking point just to drive clicks because then you'll get people who agree and go, yeah, Tensor 2 is trash, or people who disagree, like me, and try to argue that, and that drives it drives engagement, and that's what you want. But the thing well, is, the people I, that aren't educated, they watch yeah. these YouTubers, and it's, oh, Tensor 2 is trash. Well, they watch YouTube, and they watch And then they go and buy a Samsung say, A54. So educated, a54. Right? That's how it goes, right? Well, I, yeah. you know, oh. one of the biggest problems is that they don't understand Google. The mm-hmm. concept of Google, they, they they don't understand Google. You have to remember, Google is is was their focus is on the AI technology to give you experience. They're not going after the 
the power user, the person that wants a, just everything in one device, they're looking to give you a well-balanced experience. And I think that's what people get lost at, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Tensor, and, and think about this. They went from using crap dragon process to their own silicon, right? Okay. Right. Everybody said, well, it comes from Samsung. Well, somebody got to build it, right? I mean, come on, let's be real here, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what people fail to realize is that the Google, anything with dealing with Google Pixels or Google Foldables, they're not, they're not trying to be the Galaxy Fold. They're not trying to be, you know, Samsung. They don't think about it. I mean, Samsung put everything in the kitchen sink in their device. If you want that, then buy Samsung. You don't have to criticize a Google product because it's not a fold. It's not a Galaxy Fold. It, they, they don't want to be the Galaxy Fold. They want to give you a clean bill of Android with a good experience behind it. That's it. Only tech enthusiasts go haywire over. Oh my God, you know, it's it, it it's it's not having a power and stuff like that. And look. Us tech reviewers, we do hold their feet to the fire when it comes down to, hey, look, the processing power and stuff like that and, you know, with the price. Uh, we do hold them accountable for that. We have to hold them accountable for that. But we have to also talk about the purpose of some of these devices, what, mm-hmm. the, what the company intended this device to be for. Like, they, you know, if, if Google wanted pin support, they would have put pin support on the device right. if they, but they, they don't want that. So they, it's not for those people. And I think what, once we get to that point that we, people need to understand, you know, first thing they say is trash. First thing they say is this, but you don't, you're not, I always say you're not a true techie. If you don't understand tech, you're not a true techie. If you don't understand tech. And that's yeah. my thing. Yeah. Mm. And like I said, in front of the show, Adam Matlock said he's returning his fold. And his argument was not because the fold is trash. It's because he wants pen support and the fold for him is for his workflow works better for him. And he already has the fold. Right. Right. So that I can't argue with that. Like I said, he didn't just buy it and said, well, this he didn't say the fix. I could argue with that. Okay. well, let's have that debate. I'll say get yourself a tablet with pen support instead. And then have a fold. (laughs) Well, he he told it, but he said, but he also qualifies and says that that fold four has removed all his need for a tablet. Again, Adam's talking about his workflow, his approach. Personal, isn't it? You shouldn't buy it because it's trash. He's saying I just found that the fold four works for me. I like the stylus. I use the stylus. The fold doesn't have that. And if eighteen hundred bucks, if all thing all subsets were equal or all feature sets were equal i could i could get down with this but for me it doesn't work for you it might be great because if you're new to foldables and you don't care about pen sport it's a google pixel it's gonna rock right and so i i, I like how he approaches it too we you know and yeah, I, it's interesting because not many people use the pen not many people use the pen right like eric says right just people mm. just go oh it's trash yeah. you actually <laughs> use the voice no i i but i heard i i, I had it for four days yeah, you don't know shit. It is one of those things for me, right? Here's the thing for me, I, and I think I don't know if I, I fall in a different category because I look at things for for the perspective of the device itself, right? So I I got the picture full coming in in, in a couple of days because I ordered it. I didn't spend eighteen hundred dollars for it. I only spent thirteen hundred dollars for it because I learned the system and I know how to play the play deals. I know how to find deals, and it, you don't play pay MSRP for anything. You look and search and squander the web to find deals. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay, with, with that with that said, I look at it a, a couple of different ways, right? I I have. 
the Surface Duo. I got uh, the the full one, two, three, four. The the flip one, two, three, four. But when I when I review devices like the Surface Duo, I don't compare it to the 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 full. And the reason why is because it, 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 the the Surface Duo is not intended to be a Galaxy Fold, and that's right. the whole thing. So even though I would pick a full, a Galaxy Fold over a Surface Duo, that's not the point of what the company trying to achieve. Right. I think the point that the company trying to achieve is that the Surface Duo is intended for a different audience, business professionals, and stuff like that. Right. The, you know, uh, so I, you know, I, I think the Galaxy Fold is probably for. A lot of range of people, whether or not it's going to be the regular degulars, the business professionals, stuff like that. I think, you know, so you have to know the case scenario for each device, right? And that's the the part that we as tech reviewers, we need to analyze that part. We cannot say, well, I got the Galaxy Z Fold and it's better than the Pixel Fold. Well, when you look at apples and apples and oranges, oh, yes, it may be. It may be, Right. But right. Google intended this device to be something different, right? And same so, thing with the dual. It's 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 clearly a dual screen productivity tool. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what it is. And so I just I I love yeah Joe Jojo kept I love that regular Douglas I love that that's one of my favorite <laughs> phrases to use. And and so we're gonna sidestep a bit and we're gonna talk about. So my question is your background, like so we I, I want to know like what like why did you start making videos like. Was it because you thought it was cool? You, you wanted to rebut somebody? You thought, well, hey, if they're doing it, I could do it. Like, what was the genesis of of your Easy Computer Solution? Because I remember that was back in the day, and I and I even put the title as Easy Computer Solutions because that's how I as I as I know you. And it was like, you know, well, how did it all get started? Like, what was your thought process behind it? And kind of walk us through the the genesis of of your YouTube channel and your, so, your journey. So for me, it was it was funny, right? Uh, I was always uh, into tech. I got two college degrees in computer science. I'm a computer science major. And so when I was squandered on YouTube and I'm looking at YouTube videos and, and one of the things that made me start my YouTube channel is I watched a content creator make a video about the iPhone 4, maybe the iPhone 3 or iPhone 2 or whatever. And he kept on saying in the video that he was getting all day battery life on this iPhone. And I got the same iPhone sitting in my hand and I'm barely getting 45 minutes of screen on time. And I'm thinking that the YouTuber keep on saying that he getting all day battery life. And I'm saying to myself, oh, wait a minute. You know, and I'm thinking about, so do I have a dud? I mean, this iPhone 3G ain't giving me no eight hours of screen on time like this tech reviewer keeps saying he getting all day battery life. So what I did was I'm like, well, let me get my voice out there. Let me start this YouTube channel. Let's let me talk about. And I had already started building up a portfolio of smartphones because I was already in it, you know. Right. So I'm like, man, let me get my head in the door. And so that's what made me started my YouTube channel. It was terrible in the beginning, but um, I had to find my way. And that's what made me start my YouTube channels because I want to give. I, I I started with the frame of mind of truth and justice. Uh, and that was my thought process was start my YouTube channel. Now I've made plenty of mistakes over the years. Uh, when I first started my YouTube channel and some of those mistakes that I made is I, I try to be somebody that I wasn't. Right. Uh, 
because I used to follow YouTube channels and I try to mimic these folks, you know what I'm saying? With the overhead right. camera, try to talk like them, try to be like them. When they buy a device, I'm going to buy a device. And I'm, you know, I started buying multiple of the same devices on different carriers and stuff like that. I started spending tons of money. I started, I started thinking about if I do giveaways, I, my channel would get to a million subscribers in no time. And, and I started doing giveaways. I went, I bought for like five iPhones and gave away four of them. I mean, it was all kinds of things. I, I was bought buying tablets and started doing right. giveaways. It was a nightmare. I was, I was going down the rabbit hole real fast, right? Um, and I, I remember uh, I tried to reach out to to bigger content creators and none of them responded back to me. I had about yeah, 500 subscribers at that time. And I felt that let's collab because you always hear you see YouTube videos and say, hey, if you want to grow your YouTube channel, reach out to bigger content creators, collab with them, work with other YouTubers and and try to grow a you know, uh, repertoire with, with, you know, content. And, right. and I tried that, you know, I emailed these folks and none of them, you know, got back with me. And I felt, you know, it was, it, it was a depressing time for me because I've tried to grow a channel with, with no thought process. And, and it was, it was bad because I put money into the, uh, you know, buying everything. I started just buying everything, everything that came out, I started buying. And I started being somebody that I wasn't, and I had to scale back, man, because first of all, I wasn't growing. I'm, I'm spending tons of money, thousands of dollars on product, and it's, it's nothing happening. Uh, I, I'm shooting videos with smartphones, and I don't I mean, my editing sucked. And I, 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 it was it was bad. My first hundred, two hundred videos. I mean, I'm just throwing out crap, no substance, no bullet points, no. You know, I try to be somebody that I'm not. Uh, and it, it was bad. Uh, and I had to I had to sit back and scale back and think about who am I? What do I want to be? What? How do I want to run this channel? What you know, how do I want to build up this portfolio? You know, I call myself easy computer solutions. I'm making computer videos, but I started sliding into the smartphones. So I was like, OK, is it going to be about computers? Is it going to be about smartphones? What is this channel? And I, and I did not have an identity. I didn't know which way to go and it took me years to figure that out by the way and this is why i encourage a lot of youtube content creators when i talk to a lot of like barry holla at your boy jojo i talk i, I try to be an inspiration of what i've been through in the past the mistakes that i made in the past to try to be better to help other people because look when you when i reached out to people they basically gave me the middle finger and and they like that you know what i'm saying and, and you know so i had to grow my channel with the frame of mind of I'm a lone soldier and uh, <laughs> I had to do it, you know, all alone. And that makes and, me sad, man. That makes me sad. Well, and, and I get it. Cause we've done it too. I've reached out to content creators and, and nobody's ever been mm. like rude, but you know, some people are just like, look, you know, I mean, I'm busy and people are, and, and, and their time is valuable. So I realize that like, I'm not, I'm not compensating them for them coming on our show. Right. And clearly we're just doing this for, for, for more fun kind of thing. And when, obviously I would love to be, you know, a lot more, you know, like more, have like mil, thousands of subscribers and all that kind of stuff, but I, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Um, right. But yeah, I know it could be defeating. So I guess my question with that is like on that course correction, was that just you looking in? Did you get feedback from other creators? Is there one point of like, kind of like a moment of clarity where you're kind of just like, like I've got to course correct this channel and do something else because this isn't me and this isn't working. Like, was it, was it just an epiphany or is it like feedback from other creators? Like what was exactly that, that moment where it kind of was like, 
I, I need to course correct on this channel. And well, I, I don't know what to do, but I got to do something different. Well, well, a couple of things happened. First of all, it was total. It was it, it was a dead stopping growth. All right, uh, nobody wasn't responding to the stuff that I was doing. I, I, I also, you know, at the end of the year, when when I look at when I tally up the money I spent, it was overbearing of all the money I spent. Okay, that was one thing. So I I I was in there this this spending tons of money for no reason. Uh, and so what I had to do is I had to sit back and scale back and say, okay, how do, how, how could I make this YouTube channel successful? How could I make this YouTube channel profitable? How could I do a lot of things with this YouTube? And the crazy thing about it is I own businesses. And so I, 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 I built businesses from the ground up and I could do it there, but I couldn't do it for myself. Right, and right. so I was like, I, you know, and I, I talked about my, my wife, I call it the Oracle. <laughs> and uh, we we sit up there and she say, well, well, what you what you trying to do? I'm like, I'm trying to get information out there, be real about it and, you know, preach to preach and talk to talk and just trying to be real about it. And uh, she's like, well, this think about what you want to do and just keep on rolling with it and never give up. And I mean, it was frustrating for a long time for me. I, I, I went through a, a very depressed time in my life. And I can tell you, I, I, most people can know when I was depressed, when I did that, I'm not Flossy Carter stream. Everybody, if you would have watched that stream that I'm not Flossy Carter, uh, you knew that I, that was my downest time. That was when I was at my lowest yeah. point. I didn't watch um, it live, but I, I had saw it. I was like, man. Yeah, that was my lowest point. That that's pretty. That's it's tough to it, it's tough to watch if you if you care about like knowing the fact that you're kind of like right at the trough right you're just like man this is because it, yeah. it's it's hard seeing and, and that's the thing is you know we're all people here right we all have right. emotions and we all have energy and all you know what i mean but i, I watching that is, is tough to watch for somebody you're a fan of yeah oh shit it, it was bad <laughs> and, and, and i was going to at, at one time i was going to pull a video down but you know one of the things the really reason why i didn't pull a video down it's because I wanted people to see the growth in me. I want you to see that I was down in a valley, down in a dugout. I was at my lowest point. I want people to understand that. I want people to know that I was down in the dugout. Um, and so I want pe I, I wanted people to know that. And uh, so um, I think when you look at how I've progressed ever since then, that was my turning point. Because I let one person, one person, uh, you know, get to me. One person. They say we lost power. We we still alive or no? Yeah. yeah well, well, so far, so, so far, so good. I was like, it just flashed and went dark for like three seconds. And went, oh shit! Sorry, man, I hopefully, hopefully I, I, my router doesn't restart. But maybe we get lucky. If not, it'll restart in five minutes. And Joe, then you'll be then Eric. You're gonna be stuck <laughs> yeah. You'll be but stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> it's, it's good people. He's oh, man, it's all good. I, 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 oh, I'm I, listening. I'm listening. I, I was at, I was at a point where I I was at a point of no return at that point because I felt that by me. Hey, look, when I made that that video of, of me not being Flossy Carter reached out to me, and I was like, ah, wow. So he reached out wow. to me oh, when okay. I made that, and uh, he was like, welcome to YouTube. Flossy Carter reached out to me and he said, "Welcome to YouTube." And after that, after that, I, I knew that uh, 
you know, uh, and he told me some other things, you know, you know, and 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 I I never talked to Flossie. That was the first time ever talking to him. And uh yeah, he he definitely hit me up after I made that video and told me, Welcome to YouTube. This is this is the some of the, the trolls that you're gonna encounter uh throughout your career on YouTube. And uh don't let one person get you down. And uh mm-hmm. yeah, so that was that was um that was that was a turning point for me because I, I finally had got some inspiration from somebody uh, that, uh, I, you know, we try to, you know, I, I actually never reached out to Flaws, but, you know, after making a video, I'm not Flaws and Carter. And it, it just, uh, one of those things that he reached out to me and that was, that was a good thing. That was very good motivation for me. It says a lot about Flossy, doesn't it? And, 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 yeah. and so, and to be, and another full disclosure, we're huge fans of Flaws. So if he ever wants to come on the show, <laughs> we'd love to have him. But, but it's, it's, but he, he, and he seems like a genuinely good human being, like yeah. Floss, but mm-hmm. also Floss is kind of a baller, right? Floss yeah. is kind of, like, kind of swagger. And like, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to come to him, you know, and I, but he's, that's what you have to, you know, you almost have to become stoic and bulletproof because mm-hmm. you're going to get people that are going to just irrationally be against you for no reasons. Yeah. Other than the fact, and you can't take it personal, but it's hard when you're hearing all this negative, you know, oh. Eric, this, and I don't like the way he speaks. And I mean, look at uh, Viper. He's got the same problem, right? Because yeah. he's like, everybody gives it, but you're, no matter what you do, I mean, people trash everybody. There are, you know, I mean, there are people who aren't fans of Taylor Swift. And that's, I throw that out to Viper because I know he, he's big, <laughs> he's, he likes Taylor Swift. I'm not a big fan of her music, but. I can appreciate her workload. Like that, she gets down. Like she is a hard worker. And if anything, even if I don't really like her music necessarily because it's not my style, I can get down with the hustle. Like that's what you have to have. And you've got to be bulletproof and you've got to just continue to do it. And it's it's tough to do nowadays because a lot of people are like, what did somebody say to me? People are way too comfortable with being disrespectful to grown ass people they don't know around here. You know, and it's like, and also, Eric has feelings. He's not just some guy on the internet you don't know. If you say something, it's like, you know, I mean, and here's the thing. If you don't like the content, like I've had people say our podcast sucks. Yes, I'm aware. We are not professionals. This is not our full-time <laughs> what, wait, job. Who said that? Well, people. <laughs> I'm gunning for him now. Right. No, but I mean, it's it's, it's hard. And so it's, it it's hard to not stay, you know, especially when you're seeing no growth and you're seeing, you know, you're, yeah. it seems like your content. I mean, it's it's nice that Floss reached out to you and really kind of touched you on the shoulder and said, hey, man, well, this is know, the world you're getting into. You yeah, better, better get ready because if you ain't down with the cause, you're going to get your ass kicked and you're going to get bounced right out the door. It's it's really hard to stay focused on that. I, I yeah. appreciate it. I, I, uh, I definitely had to regroup and think about, you know, people on the Internet, right? People that's thousands of miles from you. People we call them keyboard warriors. People that got that's Iron Chest Charlie behind the keyboard. I had to realize some of those things because, you know, those people you can't touch. Those people right. you will never meet. Those people right. uh, that will always be behind the keyboard. And that thing, you know, for me, I had to realize that, and I had to keep it moving. And I had to. All right. So what I did was I I, I took things. I take things two ways. I take a lot of things, you know, uh, constructive criticism, you know, because I want to fix some things. I, I mean, some people, some people are trolls and some people are genuinely trying to help you. So I right. had to think about it two ways. When somebody say your content suck, I want to know why. I, I mean, listen, 
I mean, I look at my YouTube videos. I know they suck. So I, I'm trying to see what, what do I need to do to unsuck them? <laughs> you know right. Remove the suckage. Right, yeah, right. Right. I'm trying to unsuck my videos, right? So I'm trying to see what could I do to unsuck my videos? <laughs> so, you know, like I reach out where people say your videos suck. Okay. What is it about my videos that suck? The audio. Yeah, feedback's a gift, video. isn't it? But right. need real... Are they too long? Do I not it's have long. a targeted message? Yeah. Is it my language? Do I need to approach it differently? Like, yeah, that positive, constructive feedback is, is key. And I think that's... Give me something to work with, like... Yeah. So, and, I, and I guess my question is who... Like, what people... Like, were, are those people... that Was it just general commenters? Or was it more people in the community, like other creators are like, hey, Eric, man, here's some good feedback. Like, I noticed the other day your, your video was too long. It looked like you were kind of... You were trying to stretch out content. It was like you're overly wordy when you can kind of be a lot more succinct. Like, was it just people in the comments? Was it other creators that reached out to you? Well, so it was, kind of, it was kind of both. Uh, when I was okay. growing, you know, and it was kind of both. I had people in the comments, you know, uh, they talked about the, the the audio quality wasn't that great. They talked about the video quality wasn't that great. Uh, they they, they uh, some content creators started hitting me up and say, "Hey, look, you know, you're you kept saying the same thing in the video over and over and over. You don't have no structure." Uh, you know, and stuff like that. So what I did, right. And, and I took, I took all that information. I took all that information. And what, it, one of the things that I did was I wanted to fix something. So what I did was I wanted to fix my video. Uh, I, I bought multiple cameras, multiple professional cameras to fix my video. The second thing that I do, and I'm still doing it to this day is audio. Uh, you know, I'm going out and I'm spending tons of money on audio and lighting and cameras and stuff like that right. so i could i, I want to make sure that i got the best video and the best audio so at least that part is done, fixed um uh the, another thing that uh that i wanted to do was fix my videos itself so what i did was i invested in a teleprompter and so when i started doing the script in my videos i started bullet pointing them first and then i started full out scripting them now e it, it, when I started reading my script, yes, I go off script, but it kept me balanced. It kept me flowing. Uh, instead of, you know, me having all these cameras on and, and I got, I'm, I'm filming for two hours or three hours using a teleprompter got me down to 20 minutes, right. you know, 15 minutes. Um, and so what I wanted to do was I wanted to fix those things. Cause when I go back and I look at videos from two years ago or three years ago, they absolutely suck. And I do understand where people was coming from. And so what I did, I started a series of me reacting to my own videos. So I, I was like, <laughs> I make videos about me cr critiquing myself, constructive criticism of myself in vi videos that I made in the past about how they suck, how I was, how I was not that great and stuff like that. So I think that's what that's important to me. And look, man, I, I think I want to. My thing is this: I want to have a YouTube channel that's fair and balanced. I want my channel is about revolve all things tech, not just about smartphones. I'm here to help other content creators, and the reason why is because I didn't get the same help that when I reached out to content creators, they gave me the middle finger. I never do that to my community of content creators. So my whole plan of thought was, is that what. I could, I'll do anything to help my fellow content creators get them to the next level. I give them advice, whatever they need uh, to help them, you know, giving them a visual of what I see, you know, uh, when I watch their videos. 
And so I want to be genuine to people. Now, a lot of people didn't take some of my, my you know, constructive criticism and they kind of went off the deep end. But I mean, you came to me, but that's okay. Um, yeah. And I want to, I want to change the angle so everybody can see how easy's got this lighting. <laughs> yeah. That's the look. It's just like, it's just so great. I mean, it's funny because I watch and it doesn't, the hardware doesn't matter, but it's the approach and the professionalism that you approach to your work and seeing the, the, just the background and your yeah. lighting and your, your concept of sound and trying to make that better. Um, yes. We, we and he's in a starship as well. And he's, yeah. he's got the coolest background. And I also know he always wears like the Star Trek offense. Yeah, so good. Uniform, oh, yeah. so good. So, <laughs> and I guess my question is, so you, you're, I know, you know, so who dat? Just so we're clear, right? So who dat? Right. And I knew you who lived that? in Louisiana, but yeah. have you always lived there? Are you are you a transplant? Like, what's what's like? You know, have you always lived in the area? And I know if you're in Louisiana, you must like your food. So, like, <laughs> how does how does that all work? You? I know I'm you born, live in. I, I don't think in New Orleans, right? Or you live in New yeah, Orleans? Yeah, born and raised in New Orleans. Oh, uh, Louisiana so has been has been 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 my uh, my life from birth. <laughs> and uh it's it's been absolutely marvelous uh my city my state uh it's it's been great for me um you know i love the culture i love the food i love the people uh down here and uh you know uh stuff like that despite what you see on the news all the time uh we do have a very good community of folks down here uh and, and stuff like that but the, i love the food one of the things that i i it's crazy when I travel, when I go out of town and I eat food, it just doesn't taste the same, right? You know, you still no. use that southern food and, and stuff down here. And so when you when you know, when we travel, you just when you eat the food, be like ah, ugh. yeah, you know, you it doesn't have yeah. I mean, and I, and, I, and that's the thing too is I've been to New Orleans a couple of times, and actually I was there about two months before Katrina hit. Yeah. I just I, do yourself a favor if you're in New Orleans, if you ever just don't get in an Uber, just walk around. <laughs> Yes, and yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, great. there is something about that city. I, I don't want to say it's supernatural, but there's something else about that city. It's got a different. It 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 doesn't belong in the United States. It's got a completely different vibe to it. And Louisiana's a different state for a lot of reasons, right? So they don't have counties in Louisiana; they have parishes. Parishes, right? right. Their okay. their law is based on French colonial law, not English yeah. common law. So if you're in a lawyer in Louisiana, you got to go two extra years to take the phone right, right. Know, all. And <laughs> also too is um, the food is amazing. It's just the oh, yeah. energy of the city. I mean, it's just like everybody's friendly, but you also get this like danger component to it. But it's not danger like you're going to get mugged. It's just like you better be paying attention to what's going on around yeah. you because it is not exactly the safest place. And it doesn't take much to step out into like some of these other areas and all you're in, you're in a different ward and all right. of a sudden, you yeah. know, if you're in the garden district and you're taking the train yeah. to walk around, you're fine. You start getting out a couple of wards deep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you, if you're out of towner, you, you might be in a different situation altogether where you're, you're in a, it's a, it, I can't explain it. It's it's different than any other place I've ever visited. I and love it, New Orleans. And it's this like that. Favorite. I mean, you know, I, I always encourage tourists uh, that that come down here. You know, get 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 your hotel downtown. You know, around around you know Canal or Bourbon Street yeah, and kind of hang out there. Street, yeah. And uh, you be you'll be fine. I mean, you know, it, it, because I mean, it, one of the reasons why a lot of people come to New Orleans, Louisiana, right? It's because of twenty-four hour party. Think about it, right? You be on Bourbon Street, you got a glass of alcohol in your hand. It's t- 
2 a.m. in the morning. Oh, yeah. so you got cops looking at you like you drinking in front of police and like, yeah, you know, yeah, y'all enjoy yourself. It's all good. Just enjoy yourself, you know, and stuff like that. So uh, I think I think that shocks a lot of people because I mean, you know, in most cities, most states, you can't drink in public, right? You can't you no, can't have God, a beer no. open in public, right? I remember <laughs> seeing like I was like a Tuesday, I went to visit it was like a Tuesday, and there's bourbon street is packed every day. It's second packed. line, every and it's day. all crazy, yeah. and you can get yourself yeah. a cocktail. And I had a couple of Patty O'Brien's hurricanes. Ooh, and I'm yeah. telling you right now, I, I walked out of that place and I was like, is, I I might need help walking back to the hotel. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they don't do it with alcohol. They, <laughs> they do heavy do it. They do heavy do it on the alcohol. Now, if you get yeah. something like that, they really did. You can see them pulling the alcohol and not stopping, right? You know, yeah. like something. You know, you know, you know the hurricane glass, you're like, is there, is there a hole in that thing? Because you guys are just pouring it. So, and then the, the, full, the cool part is you don't have to drink there. You can take that glass and just walk down the walk, street. Walk out, and walk nobody gives the... a shit. And it's just nobody, like, this is the greatest place ever. <laughs> And then, um, and and I also learned too, because uh, you know, New Orleans at that time, Louisiana State Police, the badge on their uniform is the state of Louisiana, which I thought was yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so there was, the, I was there a conference, and so I went to a place with my father-in-law at the time. He wanted to go to a strip club. I'm like, it's not my thing, but I don't want him to get mugged because yeah. he's like, I want to flash money. I'm like, Dad, you probably don't want to be coming down here and getting stupid. Because you're probably gonna get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. So I went with them, and I was talking to uh, one of the dancers, and she was like, "What do you do?" And I, at that time, I was a police officer. I was like, "I'm just on vacation." She's like, "Oh, are you like, are you like the guys down here?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know what the guys down here do. New Orleans police, so NOPD. The phrase mm-hmm. for NO is not our problem, dude. <laughs> that, that's what they call everybody, right? So I was like, "What?" And she goes, "I don't give a shit what you have. A murder, an assault." A property crime, who cares? If you call New Orleans police officer and you say something, they'll say, not our problem, dude. We ain't coming. They ain't our problem. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? They're like, yeah, man. Like, they're like, that's how they get down down here. It's just kind of the way they're very laid back on there. Unless they you get online, then they'll kick the hell out of you. So it's yeah, like, yeah. but it's just funny how, how she called it not our problem, dude. That's what NOPD stands for. So whenever I talk to anybody from New Orleans, they say they kind of laugh because you have to have bona fides, right? Oh, I've been to New Orleans. No, I've been to New Orleans, and I, I, you know, big chief money spray and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I love New Orleans. It's one of my favorite places to visit. It's been a while yeah. since I've been there. I, it's <laughs> the food's great, the people are great, but uh, it's a different vibe. It's, it's, it's a, a different funny, the, 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 I promise. I, I tell anybody this: if you, you know, if you ain't used to partying, crazy partying, yeah, if right? You want a calm situation. That is not the city to go to. It is never calm. It's the big easy <laughs> you know, for a reason. You, you go up and down Bourbon Street, uh, this say around Mardi Gras time, and you, you got the they, they, it's tradition, right? You have the ladies up on, on top of the balconies. They, you know, they're showing their stuff, you know, for a bead or something. It is, it is, it is weird, man. It's, but it's, it's all fun. I mean, they, they it's a cultural thing that you know. You, you, you walk out of bar, it's 5 a.m. in the morning, the sun's starting to rise, and you're looking down Bourbon Street, and you still got people down there. It's like everybody uh-huh. just partying, and still got drinks in their hand, and it's it's, it's like 5 a.m. in the morning, and people still partying. You know what I'm yeah. Well, speaking of that night that we went out, I was with my father-in-law. We had to get on – We he was driving back. I had to get on an 8 a.m. flight. Oh. I looked at my watch. It was like 3.43 in the morning. I was like <laughs> – Oh, so I, I stumbled back to the hotel. My ex-wife at the time, my wife at the time, she's like, "Where have you been?" I was like, "I'm with your father." 
and he's being a maniac. She goes, "Well, we gotta get on a plane." I said, "Yeah, I know." And to, so I, 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 I was, I spent the entire time, and my daughter, who was on the show a little bit ago, will attest, I spent the entire flight with my head on the seat in front of me because I was still drunk and jacked up. Now she's like, she's like, "Don't touch Dan." Dad's all jacked up. I was like, just please God. I, I had a doggy bag. I was just like ready to go or a little throwback. <laughs> it was it was bad, but I'll I'll tell you, it, it was one of the best places. But uh, do yourself a favor, go to a cemetery because that's a trippy experience. No, too. man. <laughs> With the green green and the yeah. oh dude, it's a trip. If you ever come, Joe, if you ever come to the United States, I'm telling you, do yourself a favor, spend a couple of days in New Orleans. I guarantee it. You you'll be like, this, this is insane. It's it's a there beautiful city. Um but yeah, it's I I I I said I didn't. Know. And then, do you do this full time, or or do you still have a regular nine to five, or do you uh, supplement? So, how does how does that work? I don't want to get into your like. No, nah, I mean, so for so for me, uh, I, I got a, a brick and mortar store that that's in 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 uh, New Orleans. Okay. Uh, and it gives me, and I also own a own an online business. It gives me the opportunity as my businesses do what it do. For me to kind of work a lot in the studio, um, and I do some stock trading also in the morning. So I get up early in the morning, do some stock trading here and there. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I, it'd be too tired because I stay up all night, you know, editing, filming videos. Uh, so uh, it, that I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to say I do YouTube full time. My wife might say I do YouTube full time because I'm in it. Yeah, I kind of do YouTube full time because I'm in, I'm in my studio seven days a week. So, I mean, usually if I'm in the studio seven days a week, I pretty much do it full time. But I do have other obligations that I do uh, take care of. Uh, but YouTube is definitely something that, well, let me tell you, for, for me, this is the good thing for me is that as I've been doing YouTube videos, I found my, my way doing other things behind the scenes, uh, such as doing private videos and doing other things. I always uh, tell people that your YouTube channel is more of your portfolio. And a lot of companies reached out to me behind the scenes, and I've, I've done a lot of private videos, and I've done things behind the scenes uh, that you know people like. And because it, you know, when they look at you, you looked at my channel, and they say, "Wow, your videos are so good, so professional." Blah blah blah, this, that, and other. Uh, but we don't want a, a video on your channel, but we want this video, you know, this way. They give you a full script and everything because those videos you, I would never put on my YouTube channel because it's totally scripted and I don't have no say so in that because I mean that's that's how that's the you know well the, they're the customer. I mean that's what they're asking right. for. They're basically it's just like a like a regular sponsor, right? If you're yeah. you know if you're a basketball player, if you're something you're reading the like Subway, do you, you think that you know? Do you think it, the people are on those channels and like you know Michael Phelps is ad libbing that? No, he's getting a script and he's, he's yeah, it's a paid sponsor. It's Subway. It's like you know, right? It's a, yeah, so it's the same problem, the same kind of thing for you. Right? And so when I do sponsor videos on the channel, right? And I, I guess I'm blessed to get a lot of uh, sponsor videos, uh, and I do disclose that off. Obviously, because of YouTube terms of service, you got to disclose that information. But my direction towards any company that want me to make a YouTube video about products and services. I make sure that they understand that I will be truthful about the product uh, because a lot of times you get, you know, a lot of sponsored videos and a lot of people kind of like, oh, he's going to talk all positive about it. My whole thing to some companies that and look, they turn me down. A lot of them turn me down because of that. I said, listen, the way I run my channel, if you want me to put a video on uh, about your product on my channel, 
and you want me to review it, just understand that I will be truthful about it. I will talk about the positives and the negatives. Uh, And some companies like, "Uh, I don't want any negatives. Well, obviously you really don't want me to broadcast my, you you know, so it's, it's, it's a balancing act because I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to be faking phony to my viewers. Second Mm -hmm. of all, I do want to make my money. But I ha- it's a balancing act. So, you know, you, sometimes you do have to turn people down. Sometimes, you know, you say, or okay. Just like walk away. It's like, like I don't, I don't get a good vibe about this. Like, it just doesn't feel comfortable for me. And you, it probably, you know what I mean? You have to evaluate every deal that comes in. I mean, you can't just, you know, yeah. And I get that. It makes and sense. And it goes back to what you said earlier, like being true to yourself. Like you yeah, wanted right. to be true to yourself. So why would you then start lying? <laughs> Because well, then people are going to find out. Well, first of all, if you're talking about a specific component of that product, right? Yeah, it's this is good, and then you'll get like, I don't know, you go to their channel, and, and people are returning devices are talking about. Well, I bought this device basically because Easy said that this. Yes, was and solid, I trust him, and, and yeah, I'm telling you, it doesn't take long nowadays for that to start getting traction and all of a sudden now you you're you now it's like well i would listen to anything he says and now you're getting negative growth because now right because you're not then the trolls come back (laughs) and then then you're getting (laughs) legitimately trolled because now you're out of line and now you're Mm -hmm. basically you're stepping outside your bounds and you're ready you're getting good feedback where you because now you're not being truthful yeah and the thing about it is listen i'm it's 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 difficult for me to to do my best to make sure that I thoroughly give my opinion about a product. But sometimes we, we miss some stuff. Sometimes it, you know, people, people would, they, they will let you know about it. You know, say, Hey, you forgot to say X, Y, Z, you know, they'll tell you about it. And so for me, what I try to do, and I, I think for a lot of content creators, they need to understand this. That's when you're doing product reviews, we're doing promos and, you know, paid promos and stuff like that. And you, they have, they have the, uh, you know, they know that you're going to be truthful about the product. You know, it takes a while to to review some things. I mean, it takes a while to get the, the, the good, the bad, the ugly about some things. Sometimes you you might find faults in it. And, you know, what I always do, I always give companies opportunities. So if I find a fault in a product, I email them. I tell them. I say, hey, listen, I got issues with X, Y, and Z. Either they go rectify it or they come back and say, okay, if that's fine, go ahead on and mention it in your video. So I always say that. I say, look, right. I, I came across this issue. I will put your, I will put the, the video on pause and see if you go either see me out another product or see me out a software update to fix the product or you are you aware about this issue? And so I give them opportunities before I slam like I mean that you yeah, have to approach. you have to be truthful to the customer because sometimes the company don't know about some issues and didn't know mm-hmm. about this. And this is our our responsibility is to give the company the opportunity to fix it before you slam them on a video. God, that's the worst thing you could do is slam a company on a video, knowing that they didn't even know about the issue and you didn't reach out to them and tell you tell them the right. issue. And and they were perfectly rectifying where they were willing to send you a new unit. Uh, a, a zero day pa- like i said you work in yeah. computers you know about software development it's like look you can yeah. you can put a, a build in dev you can have a build you can merge it and then you can deploy it and then it gets the prod and you're like holy shit this is like because remember your your end users are touching all sorts of applications and all sorts of pro- like you you can't smoke and regression all those right, right. you're gonna miss stuff <laughs> and they're gonna say hey 
did you do regression on this? Hey, did you realize that this component of your build is wrong? And if you don't give them a chance to either send you a new hardware unit or, yeah, we knew about that in dev. We stumbled upon that as a defect. We're going to try to see if we can squash it. Or, yeah, we're not going to get to that because that's way down a development cycle. We got to get, you know, two or three cycles in. Go ahead and mention it because people may stumble upon this defect and we want to be transparent about it. I mean, there's, I, I don't think people realize how much goes into software development. No, I'm not yeah. talking about, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, and you, do, if you really don't understand the process and especially these companies who are using like now they're leveraging cloud services, they're right. legacy code. A lot of these people have dead code in their shit and they're just wallpapering it over because they don't want to remove it. And they're, I mean, there's there's dev and there's you know you got local machines and you got development and QA and smoke and regression. It's, it's a tough. lot that goes into this shit. I mean, it's like yep. we just laugh because we get the product like, oh, this duo sucks and Microsoft's shit. I'm like, do you really think Microsoft <laughs> doesn't know what the fuck they're doing? I'm they pretty sure they do, do, but it's it's no. it, they had to switch from Windows 10X to a an Android build. And they had to do it in 12 months. Oh man, it's that's a lot to do, that's especially when you have two screens and customized hardware. I mean, it's it's. I'm not excusing Microsoft's failure, but man, you got to give them a little bit of million it sucks. Million of code they don't understand. You know, it's million of code that's going in that, and you know. You could do all the debugging in the world when it comes down to code, and you, right. it, um, sometimes it just doesn't work. You know, uh, sometimes it, it get it, you don't catch everything, but that's where software updates come in. As I mean, think about this: the Microsoft Surface Duo was a terrible product when it first came out, right? Oh God, yeah. over, I know. I bought one day one. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn, fourteen hundred dollars. Okay, but, well, fuck it. I'm here now. What happened, what yeah, happened was, was after rough. after 12 months with that device? What happened? Software update after oh, software man. update. It got I mean, a whole lot better. I mean, yeah. Eric, look. <laughs> I'm using it right I'm now. Good, yeah. <laughs> I'm still using it. And everybody's like, it's not a phone. I've got one. <laughs> pretty sure I'm taking phone calls on this thing. It's but, Yeah, but, you know, I realized that, too. And yeah. now it's funny. It's my favorite. Go on swap and trying to find a Duo 2. God damn, it's impossible. And when they do sell, yeah. they're selling for nine hundred dollars. Like yeah. That. yeah, it's crazy. I, 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 I eventually go buy a Surface Duo too, but my targeted price is seven hundred. Yeah, they it, but right. I don't know. If, I, I think they're starting to come into that Windows Phone a little bit of nostalgia. And Eric, I, I had this for you because I knew you would appreciate this. Uh, so I, I kept this in the drawer. Oh, that is odd. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> love because I have the yellow one. Absolutely. I had a live the ATT uh, home ah. green one and I, I sold it to a buddy because it cracks the screen. My question is real this is gonna be a dumb question, but if iOS, Android, and Windows Phone existed right now in total app parity, what device would you use right now? What OS would you use? I would be I would be on the Windows OS, and the reason why is because at that time, at that time, I was I'm deep into the Microsoft ecosystem. I was using Windows, I was using Windows phones. I actually bought a Windows, uh, I think it was a that they tablet would have had that watered down version of Windows on it. Uh, it wasn't even a full it, Windows NT or something. Uh, right. And I, I had one of those. I would tell you one of the reasons why I I would be on the Windows ecosystem. It's because how Samsung does with Samsung DeX. You remember 
Windows had continual. Oh yeah, and and you had you know Cortana and all those yeah. integration and Windows Metro and eight point one and all. Yeah, absolutely. So what that what that was is that that's why I'm so in love with Samsung Dex. It's because Microsoft had a vision uh, when they 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 Windows ecosystem. It was a to- it, it was about give you an experience when I opened up an app. Like you had the tiles, you had all kinds of different things that you can customize your home screen. It's a lot of things that the, the OS did that would make that made it very convenient uh, that Windows was doing it. Plus, with Continuum, it was next level. It was ah, it was next level. But I think you over the time you started seeing that Microsoft really wasn't into mobile. They allow. Apple and, and and Samsung and Android and all that just to roll all over them, and they didn't want to put the resources. They didn't want to, you know, take care of the developers. They didn't want to build up the app store. And developers was complaining that the code was so bad that they couldn't develop a Windows, and that's why they tried to change it. But it was too late by, by then, because Windows did come out with a a code solution to convert code into to work on the Windows devices. But it, by then, it was too late. Yeah, then uh, you had well, then you had what? Then you had PWA that they try yeah, to get involved, yeah. and then they try to do. I mean, and then they and then they do have you know builds of where you can run Android right on. Right, but man. I, I will tell you, I I still and that's, that's why I wanted to have you on the show among th- probably ten thousand other reasons. <laughs> to have you on. But I never because, had the pleasure because because Windows Phone. <sighs> Just worked, man. It, it worked. worked on low-end hardware. Yeah. You had the tiles. You could customize them. Oh. You just had two swipes, right? You had your screen. You swipe. You get your apps. That's yep. it. Nothing else. It was clean. It worked. Simplified. It was simple. It worked. And I'm telling you, man, I, I still, to this day, fire up my 1520 every once in a while and just yeah. try to use it. And it's it's I just like it, – it's so – and I know they have launchers for Android that are close, but it's not – and it, it really shame. And like I said, I like honestly Moto's Ready Four. I've had really good experience with Ready Four, um, mm-hmm. and using that on a Moto device. I I honestly I think that for most people, I really wish that that kind of had more traction where people would really use those because that would really eliminate any need for a Chromebook or anything else. But I'm I but the dirty little secret on Google is I think they kind of realize that that kind of cannibalizes their own engagement on Chromebooks. Yeah. But honestly. Have you heard much about Chromebooks in the last two years? It's kind no, of no. it's yeah. gone. I mean, they've it's kind gone. of walked away from it. Joe, have you heard? I mean, maybe in your side of the upon it. I mean, does anybody? No, the only reason I've heard ever? is because I watch Chrome Unboxed. Other than that, I don't hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know what the problem was with Chromebooks, right? Yeah. The problem was with, with regular Android tablets can can beat them in battery right. life and performance. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. so you're like, well, I would just leverage a tablet with a with a with a, a, a Bluetooth yep. keyboard or just on screen. Yeah. I, I mean, that's it's funny you say that because I was toying <laughs> with getting a Chromebook and I got a tablet in the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, bang on. Yeah, Eric, that's exactly. I mean, it's like why why go down that path? And I think yeah, but I mean, really, Chrome OS is kind of like I haven't heard anything from yeah, it's, Google it's about it into yeah, it's gone. And it's it's yeah it's, it's a it's shame. more for students, it, isn't it? Look, low end laptop. That's what it's sort of meant to be. But yeah, oh, but they're well, buying, but they're buying Macs anyway. Yeah, but, or, but or they're it, buying cheap Windows. But I never did. No, I mean like, schools. I I never liked the concept of a Chromebook. I mean, you think about this, right? The Chromebook, you had to be online for everything. That most yeah. of them didn't even have storage. 
Uh, the, it, it, you know, then if you wanted to download apps, obviously you had to get get the Google Play Store. Okay, so why not just get a, a Android tablet? That that's what I didn't understand the whole concept. You couldn't use it unless you was online. At least with a tablet, you could use it, play games, run apps without the website, without being online. But with Chromebooks, when they first came out, it was a shell, and yeah. then, that was the problem. And then when they started adding storage and they started adding features to Chromebooks and high resolution displays, then the price went up to a thousand bucks a Chromebook. I mean, and you come also on. get a laptop. Yeah, right. I mean, you're starting to you're starting to get into Windows laptop territory. And yeah. so then you then you just got to be dedicated to using a Chromebook because of the ecosystem or just using it as a, as a yeah, feature I, set. Right. It just didn't make no sense. I mean, look, even if. Even if okay, the uh, you know schools use them, which they didn't convert it into like Macs right now, but you know the schools and, and I understand the purpose because they they looked at security, they looked at that if if you put a Chromebook in in, in rooms, they wasn't able to you know download right. porn or uh, download yeah, you, you, you couldn't run, run X or you know any X or you couldn't do it right yeah right I I understand that part I, because they, they thought about security, they thought about uh, you know, kids downloading unsavory things and stuff like that. Well, you really couldn't do all that on the Chromebook. But right. with tablets, as an IT, you could go in and restrict a lot of stuff. That's why you could go into doing restrictions on on tablets and, and iPads, so they can't download certain uh, things on the website and stuff like that. So that's why the tablet came in and said, "Hey, everything on the Chromebook, the tablet can do better." Not only that, but you don't need to be online to do half the stuff, right? So, well, and, and then talk to our buddy Trenton, who used to repair those from schools and see what those kids do to those Chromebooks. I mean, they're tearing them up, breaking right. them, you know, and they throw them <laughs> off a building, apparently. Some of those Chromebooks look like, dude, were you walking down downtown Beirut with this thing and getting shot at? Like, like broken, shot up, got bullet holes in it. Like, what the hell? Are I don't know why it won't power up. They probably smashed it up when they realized they couldn't get on pull, and they're like, for God's sake. Well, probably because it's got a fucking bullet hole in it. That's probably why yeah. they can't turn the goddamn yeah. thing on. I mean, what are you doing with your damn laptop or Chromebook, my man? So it, it's just crazy how... It was crazy, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's yeah, I, it's interesting how, how these, these initiatives, right, the Windows Phone and Chromebooks and things kind of ebb and flow and how Samsung Dex and Ready For and Continuum, all these things were, you know, the next new computing wave and how... They don't really know what's gonna catch, right? Yeah. Nobody really knows. You put it out there. No. You put your you put your best effort forward. And, and hope. Um, well, I, I will tell you. Um, and I, how do you feel about foldables, real quick? I mean, do you think that that's niche? Well, is it gonna catch on? Niche. How do you feel about that? Oh, you know what? Well, I hate your face. You're such a dick. You liar. You love my face. I, I, I love your face. That's so, why we do the show. So, so for me. As a person been using the LG B60 as a almost a main device since 2020 with a dual display. Oh, I had the I GA with the dual display. Oh, Such an know. awesome. Oh, so I good. mean, I you know, I got it sitting here on my table. Oh, and... oh, God. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> hey, Star Trek. And, I mean, oh, I got man. the LG Velvet. I mean, I got oh. the LG B60. Both of them got dual displays. And I'm going to tell you, when you look at the... So here's the thing. The, the difference, and I think people getting foldables wrong also. I think the concept of the foldable is like for, for me, uh, if I'm doing a business meeting, right, but I pull out my foldable, I could show, you know, somebody on a bigger canvas 
uh, you know, stuff like like if you're a real estate agent, right? You 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 show some a client a house, you pull out your phone number, you open up, you got a large display to showcase off houses and stuff like that. If you're a business professional, and if you had to have somebody sign PDFs, right? Samsung phones got pen support. You got your PDFs. Uh, uh, pulled up and you got your pen and you having them sign it. I think those uh, use case scenarios work great. Also, the, the, one of the reasons why I like the Samsung foldable a whole lot is because when I'm doing a, a business meeting and I'm doing a, uh, uh, a, a, a PowerPoint presentation, well, guess what? I got wireless decks pop up on a big screen yeah, nice. and I'm doing a PowerPoint presentation and I'm going through different things and I'm using it. Obviously you could use, you know, wireless decks on, on slab phones. But what I'm saying is the use case scenario in a business environment and different scenarios, this if you're a car salesman and you got the phone number, you open up a client and they get to see the interior of the phone, I mean, interior of a car on a bigger canvas, stuff like that. You know, you they get to see those type of things. I mean, I don't know if foldables are for the regular Deglers, right? I mean, it's a, it's a status symbol, right? But for business professionals and for people that want to utilize the resources and for what, what, what foldables is intended to be, I think... A lot of people don't understand the concept. You know, I think people um, talk about price, talk about functionality, talk about, oh, it got old chipsets in it. But see, you don't understand when these high up billion dollar companies sitting in the portfolio, sitting in their cubicles, thinking about what this foldable is intended to be. They, 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 you know, they don't grasp the concept of, um, you know, I got to make sure that I get to, you know, the, the speed, the power, 16 gigs of RAM, they want their product to work for the intended users. And they want it to work very well for the intended users. It may not be for the regular Douglas. And so I don't know how, when I hear people talk about, you know, Pixel Fold, the Galaxy Z Fold, and all these foldables that's coming out, we have to understand what the purpose of the company thought process of these foldables. You know, I mean, the foldables is not a slab phone. Uh, so I think, you know, when, when you talk about, and listen, I think a lot of people associate price, right, with a lot of things. And I agree, prices are expensive, right? But I always talk about, like, this hold off a couple of months and you can get it for half price. Uh, but, you know, I think for the most part, I love foldables. Uh, and I think I, I always keep me at least a V60 or a Z fold in my pocket and probably going to replace my z fold with the pixel fold uh and uh but yeah i mean i'm gonna have the pixel fold the the v60 and stuff like that in my pocket and you know this kind of pocket's gonna be sagging i gotta get tighten up my belt <laughs> yeah yeah suspenders you know when i use my v60 man my v60 is a diehard device it gives me long battery life it has pin support. I have desktop mode, wireless desktop mode. It got fantastic cameras. I mean, listen, man, people could talk about, oh, I don't have 120 hertz displays and all that stuff like that. But as a as a person that know about development, person that know about coding, the app that you usually in is not at 120 hertz. So no. people got to understand that sometimes you got to get it, get away from the fluff and the BS and understand the purpose of what you're trying to say and do. Because I know people always, they, they get on Google time when they come out with, you know, devices that 60 Hertz and all that stuff like that. If you're on your home screen 
and you scrolling up and down your home screen, yes, you had 120 hertz. But I bet you when you open up your banking app, that ain't at 120 hertz. They, <laughs> they Bank of America's hurt. like, we really need why, you why to transfer money at 120 hertz. Right. They don't give why a shit about anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> and and so we're clear. I know there's people in the chat talking about the Chromebooks. I'm not anti Chromebook. Matter of fact, oh, I bought yeah, two of them. Samsung. Well, I was considering them for a long time. I love them. I just I just I just noticed that 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 conversation for Chromebooks had really kind of like it's really been, either it's overshadowed by what Google is trying to do, or they kind of just stepped away from really actively pushing and developing, which is a shame because I I do have two Chromebooks. Actually, I gave them to my daughters for school, and then they proceeded to not go to school, and. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's fine. It's I'm all sorry, good. Jojo. I didn't mean to to listen. I love Chromebooks. I just think the use case scenario for in, in certain situations is and plus, if you look at the status of Chromebook, think about this. Samsung selling a Chromebook for like twelve hundred bucks or something. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're not nice. cheap. The Samsung, yeah. they're nice though. I mean, they're I have to nice. get their hardware is beautiful. Who buys a Chromebook for a thousand bucks? That's the thing, like you know, I mean, you could get a good i5 processor with a good laptop at, at, at you know six hundred bucks with an i5. Five fifty, maybe you get a yeah. flash, maybe four hundred fifty bucks or something. You're in, yeah. And and so you you look at the 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 Chromebook compared to a real PC, it's like night and day. I mean, I would pay I would pay a thousand bucks for a Chromebook, man. Come on now, you know. But I mean, you know, I I mean they they put an i7 processors in Chromebooks. And I'm like, you know, I mean, you know, I just we don't need to have an operating system on it. I'm, you know, it's like you know, it, it is Chrome OS. You don't need an i7. You know that, right? It's kind of like putting like a warp engine in a car. You can do it, but do you really need to? No, I, I like I said, I, I bought an Acer Chromebook. I think I spent like three forty-five. Yeah, I got a Best Buy, and it was beautiful. I had blue yeah, color. It was great. Man. It was, it was awesome. I like using it. I took it to work. Hell. Now I can't use it at work because we got all this special shit we got to do. Like I have iPhones, but I will say that. The funny thing with my foldables because I do have you know the duo and I've got you know I've got flippy dippy right I've got flippy dippy yeah. people like at Android like I'll, iOS users go oh man I'm like yeah well and I'll tell you that's when you know if foldables are going to take off as a mainstream device is when Apple does it then you will see yeah Apple funny. users go oh that's I'm not cool. I'm not rushing Apple though. I mean, oh, I'm not. I don't think. I think happen. it's going to be at least three to five years before they. And I think they will go with this form factor before yeah. they go to a foldable. I think well, they're going yeah, to I reckon so. Look, yeah. don't get me wrong. I would. I. I. I have the door open for Apple to make their foldable. It's going to be great. Here's the problem that I got, and it's only one problem. Not saying that it's not going to be the best thing. Not saying that I think Apple will influence the price, and I think the price is the one that I am going to be. Uh, it is going to drive the market up. I think Apple is going to drive the market up when it comes down to the price because I'm going to tell you, a lot of people believe that Apple might come out with a foldable at an under $1,000 price point. And I'm going to tell you, if you know Apple the way I know Apple, ain't no way they're going to be under 2000 bucks. That thing going to oh, be yeah. at least twenty-five dollars to 3000 bucks easy. And I say, and what happens is, okay, Samsung... We hearing that the Z Fold Five is going to have a hundred dollar increase this year, right? So what are you at, like eighteen ninety nine now? Is that what we're no nineteen ninety nine? I think seven. Well, wasn't the first one right at two grand? Right? Yeah, is the that first right? one was nineteen. Yeah, the first one was okay. two thousand. So we're now back to down. that first iteration of the where I got. 
Right. Well, I, you know, I mean, you don't have to buy a foldable, but I know Apple is going to use the Apple tax. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <clears throat> think about, the, think about the, if you look at Apple history, they I mean, they sell wheels for a thousand bucks for Christ's sakes, right? They sell. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> oh, they, Jesus. Yeah. They sell a monitor for six thousand dollars. Well, they have the cloth. How much was the cloth? Twenty although, bucks, right? Although to be fair, it's kind of a pimp cloth. It's actually really nice. But I mean, you, they sell a twenty. <laughs> what is a twenty-seven inch monitor for six for six thousand dollars or something, right? Uh, yeah, that definitely not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. You get I the mean, cloth I, free I, with it. I, I will say, though, I, I, and I and I told this on the channel, and I, I will say the people, you know, I'm not anti iOS. If they made a foldable or flippable, I would give it a try. I'd like I to, I, that, might, oh, that might it. be what gets me back I'm... into using an iOS device and see yeah. how I like it. I don't know. I've used iOS in a while. Except, well, my this, listen, everything in my studio, I have a Mac Studio, I got Mac Minis, I got iPads up the wazoo, I got all the iPhones, which I don't use no iPhones, but I do use iPads and I do. My main, besides my Samsung deck station, I use Mac Studios. I'm mm -hmm. in the Apple ecosystem heavy. Me and my uncle, my daughter, they all on iOS, right? I just, mm -hmm. I, I'm just not cool. You know, their phones are that, uh, you know, I can't do nothing with their phones. But as far as everything else, I'm knee deep in the Apple ecosystem. So if Apple does come out with a foldable, and I might, you know, I might get sucked up and back into the, the Apple ecosystem and go all out on Apple, you know, say I got the foldable, I got the Macs, I got MacBook Pros, MacBook Airs, I got everything here. I might as well go full head on Apple. But, you know, Apple, their phones are something that are just, I'm just not there with their phones, right? Because I just love Android. I can't, I just yeah, can't. I, I like mean, I just, addiction. I love I that. I mean, I right. just, and, and it's not, it's, it's not, a, and again, it's personal preference. Now, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I can't get a date. Which is okay because I'm married. I don't need a date, but it's fine. But I just I don't I don't, I don't get it. It's it's all good, man. Like I said, Edgen, here's the thing: use whatever you want to use, man. If Apple's oh, yeah. your jam and you got peer pressure because all your friends are using it and you want to use it because that's what you want, do you, boo? It's fine with me. But like I said, I, I just realized that you know I, I if you're a true techie like you 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 have to embrace it all. Like yeah. let it all happen, right? I, I'm just I'm just ashamed because I realize that in the world we can't keep having the HTCs and the LGs and the Windows phones, yeah. right? And the and the Palms, right? I realize those things yeah. die out, like Betamax, right? I realize, <laughs> but man, I just I really I really wish Microsoft would just push the pedal on Windows Phone, just kept dumping money into it. Like, uh, it's funny they did it with Xbox, yeah. You know, I mean they kept that they I don't think they've ever made money on Xbox's platform. I mean, maybe Game Pass, but I mean, they keep selling console after console, and I think they still sell at cost or at a loss. But you know, it's like it's funny with the with the and I had a band too. I still have it. it's in the drawer. I love that device. Yeah, had built in golf courses, right? It was great. Maybe just load up, a, dude. I loved my band too. I know it, I had one that didn't break, but it's it's just a shame to see my favorite tech things that I really want to, and I just hate to see the homogenization of tech, right? Where we're going to yeah. be in a world where it's just two or maybe shit in the United States, maybe in you know five years, it might just be iOS. That may yeah. be the only don't thing say you really that. have. <laughs> I, I know. Well, I, mean, I, I don't want it to be that way, but I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, look around. I mean, there's a lot of iOS engagement in the U S especially with carriers. Oh, yeah. And I don't see that abating. I see it accelerating. 
I mean, it, 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 being real about it, it, walk in the mall, right? And look what people have in their hand. Just walk in the I, mall. IPhones. Right? It, um, it, when, I, when my daughter was in school, right before she graduated, I, I, we went to different functions, was in, in, you know, in, in the auditorium. And I'm in the phones and all that. So oh, first thing I'm looking at, what people using? And when you walk in the malls, you go to, you know, high school stadiums and, and you go to football games and all that. What do you see? You don't see galaxy folds all over the place. You don't see, you know, S22s, S23s and, and various iPhones ilk. And maybe every once in a while a moto just because you want to be cool. Right, you might you might see a, a little child with a little Motorola phone or something like that. Hand me down, yeah. Right, <laughs> you know, I mean, but what do you see? You see those three cameras on the back. That's what you're seeing, and that's all iOS devices. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all you see everywhere I go. At all I see is iPhones everywhere. When I go, when I travel, when I went to New York, when I was in Atlanta, when I in Louisiana, when I go to Texas, everywhere I go at, I see majority, majority of iOS devices everywhere. When you look up, you see an iPhone. When you look everywhere, just everywhere. So I look, I do understand that, you know, you know, uh, Android is selling, but you just don't see them. No. <laughs> you know, no, and, I, and Michael's point is exactly. And he makes a further point here that I mean, ninety percent either had an iPhone or plan to get an iPhone as their next phone. So, like, they were handed maybe like a Galaxy S10, right, S9 or a Note mm -hmm. 10 or whatever. And they're, I'm telling you, in high schools, man, that that culture of hey, that's forcing culture, kids yeah. to use it is yeah. a real thing. It's that's a real, real thing. Yeah, and I don't think people realize that. And remember, Eric, those are the new consumers yes in that's five the, to ten that's those the, are the new consumers in five yes. to ten years they're yes. the ones bloody worrying isn't it <laughs> well i mean you guys are okay in the eu because the, like i said we had the eu you made the comment about the eu they're yeah. regulatory right. they're fucking gangsters man they're like you yeah. gotta use i you gotta use yep. lightning replaceable oh, battery here. by 2027 that's right it, all just, for it that, that's how funny is that eric we're gonna have to rely on the goddamn eu to save our asses on i know that's because terrible. we, our politicians in the United States have no clue. The softest puppy <laughs> shit is what they are. No, I'm just kidding. It's how IP rating thing though, with that, isn't it? That's the right. challenge. No, I, but I'm telling you right now, man. I give me a replaceable battery. I'll take I it all day. I might have not. I, I had three nine fifty batteries. Uh, dude, it minutes. rains a lot here. <laughs> That's true. It does rain a lot in the UK. So I, I get you, man. So. It, it's it's just crazy. So and again, like I said, we're actually at like almost over. We're over like an almost an hour and a half. We're at that point. So right. and this is what happens when you have <laughs> my, one of my favorite creators on. on and the I've just been a spectator and, today. <laughs> hey man, well, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. No, I feel I feel. No, bad. no, it's all good. It's all good. Joking, There's a reason why you called the tech preacher. Yeah, I preach I'll, I'll let you preach, man. Yeah, and, and joking. I loved it. Like I, I told him, I was like, I, I, I told him, I said, I reached out to Eric, and Eric's gonna come on. And I'm like, and he's like, are we still on? I'm like, fuck yeah, we're still on. I, so, <laughs> I mean, unless I go into the hospital, maybe, and I'll do it for my goddamn. Bed. I'll do it like I'll be like this, going, yeah, Eric, it's good. Oh, yeah, okay, draw yeah. blood. It's fine. There was no way. I mean, like I said, I, I again, I, I try to be, and I don't get. 
you know, like it, I, to me, I try to approach everybody like, Hey, you're coming on our show. I want to be fair and honest. Right. I don't want to get all, I, I reached out to you. I was like, Hey, I, don't, I was like, man, I can't believe that Eric's coming on a show. And it's like, we, it's been, like I said, I, I've, I've been following the channel for a long time in its iterations and even on your down and upslopes. And I, like I said, I, I just really appreciate. So we can't believe doing. anyone comes on our show. Well, that's true. <laughs> We're not, I guess, like I was telling him, I was like, we're not exactly the Joe Rogan experience over here, right? So it's like, you know, exactly. So for you to take a time, you know, an hour and a half out of your Sunday with its family time and that kind of thing, we, it's, it's, it's very much appreciated. And like I said, I, I can't honestly say that it's not a little bit more of a, of a personal thing because I am a fan of your channel and will continue to be in the future. And that kind of thing. I just love, I like your work. I really enjoy what you do. Well, I, I, I work hard and, um, you know, it's, I'm still growing. I feel that I'm still, at my beginning stages. Uh, so I believe that I still have a long way to go. Uh, and uh, I, I'm committed to my, my community. I'm committed to, to, to being truthful, truth and justice, no matter what. Uh, I'm committed to working hard, no matter what, uh, for my fans, for, for everybody. So I will not give up. I will always just be there for my people, be there for my community, be there for you know content creators. So that's my ultimate goal is to, you know, we all go work together. We all go flourish together. We all go, you know, go to the next level together. Absolutely. And like I said, we appreciate that. Anything we can do in our limited capacity of trying to broadcast everything else, <laughs> we, we will do that. Like I said, and I, again, I, again, we appreciate you taking your time and coming on the show and I always realize that you have an open door please come back at any time and any, any time that your your schedule allows and we'd love to have you on to see the uh, what what else that uh eric is doing in the future on this channel joe simon says else? hypno simon says yeah. hypno's hit the nail on the head right he says i love um eric's authenticity that's the word authenticity yeah. anyone right. listening to this podcast they will realize how authentic you are and um if they don't go and watch your channel i'll be shocked uh, and I think most of people are, but like I said, it's it's you know we'll we'll put, make sure we put show notes in the chat and we'll try to drive maybe a couple of people your way. That couple of people, <laughs> yeah. I mean the ones that don't already probably follow you. Yeah. But uh, and we like I said, we're really like I said no 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 plus no passes right. We, we appreciate all, and so we appreciate that. And like I said, please go go check him out. Engage in this channel. And also reach out if you've got comments about it. You know, be respectful. But if, you know, we're all good. If, if people in the chat say, hey, Sam, hey, Joe, you guys, we would love that. You know, and if you want to tell us we're just a bunch of blathering fucktards, <laughs> we're okay with that, too. Because, you know, yep. like that, we just we just show up and try to do, do right for it. But we at least try to be ourselves. If that, if that moves the needle, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. We're all right with that. All right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Joe. Anything else before we we let Eric get some of his life back instead of hanging out with this? Or, I mean, I could go on a lot longer, but yeah. Well, of course, I, mean, I can have like one of And next time we have you on, Eric, I like to hear more about like your streams because I know the streams weren't kind of a thing in your channel. I'd like to talk more about that at some other point, like how that's going. Yeah, because I wanted to I, ask. Um, you went from Easy Computer Solutions to Tech Preacher. Yes. And what that what that entailed, but that's for another yeah. show. <laughs> no, we've got let's like extra time in football, right? We got a couple of minutes. Let's just talk so, while so, we're here. So, um, one of the things that I was, I was contemplating, right, um, is that when I started my YouTube channel, 
my whole plan of thought was to talk about computers and computer right. programming and stuff like that. But as my YouTube channel started getting into phones, tablets, and other things, I, I started I started saying to myself, "Man, I'm I'm preaching about tech, right?" And I'm I'm actually you know I'm calling myself Easy Computer Solutions, but I was then I started calling myself the tech preacher. And what I did was, and this this been years in the making, by the way. So about two years ago, about maybe about a year and a half ago. I hit my community tab and I asked people, I was thinking about changing my, the, the, the YouTube channel to the tech preacher. I was asking for feedback. And the first time I did it, I actually got a lot of negative feedback and said, Hey, you know, really? you might- I love it. Yeah. I know, but th- this would happen. I, I got some negative feedback. People was like, Oh, well, you know, uh, people in the religious community may be upset about it. Right, uh, the preacher <laughs> approach may be kind of rubbing people like that because yeah. people are devoutly religious. Yeah, they may not like that. Because yeah, I get that. One of the reasons why I had to change my uh, my funeral videos, right? I used to do funeral videos. Oh yeah, oh I, I remember those. Yeah. People with attacking, I was getting some DMs and emails saying that, hey, I'm showing crucifixes and stuff like that. So, pe- so people was getting upset. Right. right. So people right. get upset that I was using. So when I started doing my uh, my up my you know my recent funeral videos, which I haven't done one in a while, I stopped using the crucifixes. So if I use it, I use it very limited, uh, and I I try not to you know use certain things because I got a lot of feedback on you know stuff like that. You know, some of the things I did in my funeral videos, and I didn't want to alienate the religious community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right, what made me change my name to the tech preacher because I, I, I felt at that time, right? And I said, you know what? I just, I need to do it, right? And I I I got the thumbnail together, me with the praying hands and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I wanted people to know it's all about tech. It's all fun. It's not really nothing mm-hmm. to be too serious about. And so when I changed the name, once I changed the name, it was, it was I was I waited about 24 to 40 hours because I was going to change it back if I was going to get a lot of negative <laughs> But no, it was positive. I, I put it on Twitter and, and stuff like that, Facebook, and the response started was positive. And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I love it." They love the thumbnail. They love I the love name. It. You call yourself the yeah. tech people anyway. Why I not? Think it suits you. I think it really yeah, I think, does. I think, suit I, think, you. I think it's a I think it's a great approach and it's a good mm. rebrand. And I, you know, yeah, you might have a couple people that it rubs the wrong way, but th- those probably were people that probably were just going to not really engage anyway. So yeah. you know, it's yeah. So yeah, there. See. There you go. So we got, you got bonus. We've got the extra time in there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Three minutes of extra time. I, gonna... I, I, I am I am available to answer you guys' questions. Uh and oh. uh yeah, absolutely, man. Like uh, I I I just want to to let everybody know that I'm here for the tech community. I'm here for y'all guys. I'm here I for my that. people. Uh, you know, one thing about it is I'm here for my people. I don't it, it do I get everything right all the time? No. You know, nope. uh, do I have to Delete and block people and ban people on my YouTube channel all yeah. the time. All sure, it's a full-time job, probably. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I just want people to understand me. It will I have a change it to this? Hi, guys. No, no, listen, man. I I I'm me. I'm me. I'm going to be me. And I I won't be somebody that I'm not. Uh, and so that's why I try to do the do my best to give you the best content and be real about it. When I talk about no fluff, no fat. Listen, a lot of companies and a lot of people believe, and this is what I some of the things that I get from people when I started talking about no fluff, no passive. When I make the evil twin video, I go kind of go off a little bit. It's all comic skits, right? No right. big deal. But I do get people in the 
YouTube community hit me up and say, hey, you might want to tone it down. You're going to miss out on your this. And the people, they want to see a little more. Listen, man, I run my channel like this. I want people to be comfortable when they come to my channel. I want people to understand it's going to be laid back. I, I said this in one of my podcasts. Me, I'm you. I'm you. I, I, I mean, I'm the same person as you. And so I want you to understand. Yeah, we're just all, we're all just doing the same thing. We're all just tech enthusiasts trying to get interested and having discussions and trying to poke each other's brain and then having a good, honest debate about, you know, you know, explain to me why you think the V60 is the best device you've ever used. I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe it is. And it is, by the way. I love V60. And the thing about it is, you know, uh, just like with every content creator out there and everybody that has tech, Everybody has personal preference. Everybody that that have a, a certain device that they absolutely love. It don't matter what anybody would tell you. You can't let nobody influence you on giving up your beloved device because it's old or it's outdated or something like that. If that device works for you, it does everything that you want it to do then don't let nobody influence you otherwise because that's where the peer pressure, how could an, a, an adult tell another adult that they need to upgrade their phone? <laughs> I just, mm -hmm. I just, I, I, well, that's it, fine. You, if you got a couple of thousand bucks. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's my job, but I still, <laughs> it's my job, but I still All say I'm to people. Is, here's how it goes. <laughs> hashtag Lumia 1030, hashtag B70. That's all I'm it's never gonna happen, but goddamn, I wish it would. Anyway, yeah, R.I.P. So, Huawei. Absolutely. <laughs> so again, Eric, thanks for to stopping by. Again, the door is always open. I appreciate you for your candor and your professionalism, and you stopping by and, and, and having a conversation with us. It really it means a lot. We really thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Yeah, massively. All right, so that is it for the Nomad Tech Project for. July 16th, two days from now, it'll be my 48th birthday, by the way. So that's hey. yeah, the, the gray. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm getting old. Anyway, so enjoy your check. Watch Eric's stream. Watch other creative streams. Engage. Be respectful. Have a good time. And you know what? You know, enjoy your tech. And uh, be excellent to each other, man. Don't, don't, don't be a dick, basically. Don't be a dick. Skin your shit. <laughs> And skin your shit. Extremeskins.co.uk. We need. To, I'm telling you, we need to just get like little audio bits. Just, yeah, just shove it in there and then. Because we yeah. and also the purposely pixel YouTube channel. That's where our show goes on. So we'll be back next Sunday. We'll have another special guest. I believe it's Steve Litchfield from. Focus. It is indeed. Yep. So you might want to check that out. That'll be kind of fun. One, if you can participate in the stream like everybody else is great. If you decide to listen to the show afterwards and download it, tell all your friends. Hey, that'll work too. Or if not, if you just think we suck and you don't want to listen to us because we're a bunch of morons, and you know what? That's fine. It's, it's a free country. Just let us know with constructive criticism. Or just tell us we suck. Make it tell us. No. No, no. <laughs> you can tell Sam he sucks, but not me. Yeah, I suck. <laughs> All right. For myself, for Eric, for Joe, thanks for stopping by. Everybody in the chat, thank you for contributing. It was like awesome chat, Jermaine. And also, Jimmy gave us two quid. That was pretty sweet. So Jimmy I the Fire Dragon it. legend. All right, man. You guys will be back next Sunday. Same time, same channel, doing the thing. We'll see you all then. Again, love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your tech. Catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.